Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Photography Podcast. My name is Michael Rosso. Today, we're going to get right into it. It's the FPP Guide to Black and White Film Developers. In our first segment, headed up by Leslie Lazenby, I'm joined by Leslie and Matt Marash, where we get into all of the essential black and white chemistry that you will need to develop your own black and white film at home. Let's go. Home processing. Yeah. <laughs> I am so thrilled about processing my own black and white. We're talking about black and white today. But, you know, a lot of times uh, I'm confused and I will call Leslie because she is, uh, you know, using alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, like you're using different developers. Why don't I just turn it over to Leslie and, and she'll give us kind of the scoop, the primer of the basics of black and white developers at home. Actually, the whole thing started with we were talking developers. He said, we should do a segment on what developers are your standards? What do you have in your dark room? And I really use f- about four. For a lot of people, that may be too many. My go-to developer, though, and I've used like uh, Microdoll and T-Max, and I've used D76. But D76 is not my go-to developer like it is Mike's. All in all, there may be a couple reasons for that. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as the chemistry of your local water. Yeah. I do mix most of my developers out of the tap. Ooh. And that may that may be why it works for me and not work for you. Mm-hmm. So you, you do have to find mm-hmm. your own your own go-tos. Yeah. Number one go-to for me is Xtol, which is a Kodak powder developer. It is... I find it's true box speed. If the box says 400, I shoot it at 400, and my meter, of course, is accurate or my head is accurate, that's what I get. I get good negatives, consistent negatives, fine grain developer. It gets its fine grain because it's a solvent developer. Extol. Extol. By the way, folks listening, get your pen out. You know, start making notes because I'm, I'm already asking. He's, he's ready. He's yeah. got all this stuff. Extol. 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 T-O-L. O-L. Okay. Mm-hmm. x tall. A solvent developer slightly reduces uh, your resolving power a little bit, but it redistributes the grain. And when Kodak introduced this years ago, they said that it gave negatives that were 10% greater with equivalent sharpness and grain over their D76. Huh. And I think, I think, oh, I've got to use this. Well, you did use it. I really liked it. It's a vitamin C developer. So I feel it's a little greener. feel it's a little safer around kids. Probably not. And I, I use it two ways. I use it as a stock. Use it, pour it back, use it, pour it back. And then I have stock that I have never used, mixed mm-hmm. up, that I use it if I'm going to develop or dilute it one part water, one part developer. Or if it's really fresh, one to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, unrecommended. Fresh. You slap it. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if I slap, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, and a lot of people like to use Extol to do push processing. That's what I was using when I was doing and it. What does that mean, push that processing? That means shooting, having a 400-speed film, shooting it for 1,600, compensating – in with the, your developer for your essentially underdeveloped or underexposed negatives. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, very key because many times, let's say you're 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 shooting something, it's low light, and you, you don't want to use a flash. Yes. You could take your four hundred speed film. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could crank it. Crank it to sixteen hundred yes. ISO. Yes. But that you makes know what? a big difference. I do not like Xtol for pushing. I use a different developer for that. Well, let's save that. We are going to save okay. that. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, now, on. it is a powder developer. Some of us okay. use liquid. They're very easy to mix up. Mm-hmm. The sweet part about this, it is an A part, B part mix together. You don't have to use it A and B later on. It mixes at room temperature. You don't have to get your water 128 degrees to initially mix this up. No. It dissolves very, very easily. Yeah, it's easy to mix. Uh, very easy to mix. So, you know. Put the recommended amount of water in for A. Put A in, stir it, dissolves. It's pink. No. Yes. And then you pour in the powder B. It disappears. The rest of the water, you're done. You can, because you can mix this at room temperature, it's very easy to use it almost immediately. Disadvantage. Yes. Years ago, they had packaging issues with this, and there is nothing today made that's any smaller than 5 liter. And I do know that we have a very international listening base, mm-hmm. but here in the U.S., they're still selling us only quart and gallon chemistry containers. And this mixes up five liters. So I use Arizona tea bottles. I don't drink tea, but plenty of people too. They're dark. They're bigger. They have hand grips on them. And I, that's what I put my x in. The initial mixing is makes five liters. Five liters. And then you um, distribute it once mixed to liter bottles and seal it. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And then I usually mark them then with the date. And one is marked stock used and stock unused. So I, I always know, you know, if I'm going to dilute, I'm going to use out of the stock unused. Stock means that that's the solution you're going to use, then pour it back and keep it. Correct. Uh, a one-to-one means that that's a bottle that you're going to mix with water and then get rid of. It is considered one shot. One shot. One yep. shot. Yes. Okay, very good. That's my preferred I'm making my notes it. here. I'm listening right along with you guys at home. Mm-hmm. The other disadvantage of this developer is it dies quickly, <gasps> meaning, uh, and I always say an ugly death. You don't have a warning. It doesn't smell funny. It doesn't turn yellow. So I keep track of the rolls that I process, and then I never have a problem. I, and I think very much like Matt Mirage, I do not find a false economy Ooh. in my developers. And especially in this one, because if Mike sends me some film that has n- doesn't have developing times, it's something odd. Or if I'm testing a camera out, I know it's not my developer if something's wrong, if something is thin, meaning a negative that does not have enough exposure. It means either I have a camera problem, not enough exposure, but it's not because I overused my developer. It's my constant. It's my standard. For one liter... Yes. The standard uh, stock solution. Mm-hmm. It seems getting a little scary here because the solution I use, which is D76, it yes. just doesn't die on you. It starts to weaken. Mm-hmm. Am I correct in saying that? You are correct. You'll, you'll notice your negatives are getting a little thinner or whatever or mm-hmm. not as mm-hmm. – so how many, <laughs> how many right rolls – Right off the edge. There's no graduation to this. How many rolls will you get out of a one-liter bottle? Um, I, I would stop at 20. Or if I'm diluting at 40. Okay. So that's still quite a bit through okay. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long will it last on your shelf if properly sealed? Uh, I don't like to let it go beyond four or five months, maybe six, properly sealed, okay. air out. And I, I use it quite a bit. That's why this isn't the developer for everyone. Gotcha. Five liters is a lot. It is. And it is... Not something that mixed that lasts a year. Its advantages to me and the fact that I do have a decent volume of film 
are worth it. Why does it just die? Like, how come it just drops off like that? For I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe because it's a vitamin C developer yeah, and the um, chemical choices. There's um, being a simpler developer like that as as it oxidizes, it just dies very very quickly. There's there's not much. There's not a lot of extra chemistry like preserving it. It's just. Mm. It, it goes when it goes. Um, you could there's some other chemistry you could add in aside from it could be uh, suspended in. Well, no, it's vitamin C, so it's easier to suspend it in water. Some other developers you can suspend in in aqueous solutions that aren't water, um, so it doesn't oxidize as quickly. And I can talk about that with my the developer of my choice. Okay, there's two ways to contain that, but. Yeah, just because of the nature of water, there's there's a lot of oxygen in that. And then when you open it up, close it, mix it around. It's very prone to dying quickly if you are uh, using just the stock and not replenishing it. Replenish people that people stuff. do do that, yes. Yep. I typically don't. Meaning How do you replenish it? You have your stock solution. And they usually use about... <clears throat> It's about 50 milliliters or so, something yeah, like something that. It's like not that. a lot. You've got your stock that you use, pour back and use. And after your developing session, you just take about 50 milliliters of that, throw it away. And then you take stock that has never been used, pour it back in. Revitalizes it. Yeah, and, revitalize and it's a replenishing it. stock. So basically yes. you just out and with the old and with the new. People can get a lot of miles that way. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is this your go-to, the X-Tol? This is my go-to. Please continue on. Rodenol. <gasps> Oh, heard a lot about this. Rodinol. Yeah, there, there's about you know a year what? or so ago, a lot of FPP guys, yourself guys, were all rodinoled out. Oh, I'm not. Oh, it's I'm no rodinol guy. Some call it well, rodinol. They rodinol. do. Some yeah. call it rodinol. Yep. It. This is a developer that has been around over a hundred years. It's almost indestructible. <gasps> I know. You and it comes as a liquid. 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 So you mix when you process. It's a one-shot. Survives in its half-used bottle for years. With air. With air. Without air. With air. With air. It doesn't matter. Can't kill it. Can't kill it. As a, as a, as a solution before you mix it. Yeah, Correct. As a stock. And then when you mix it, you use it. Yeah. There, are many dil- <laughs> there are many dilutions available. Okay. And a lot of people like Rodinol for stand development. Mm-hmm. Stand development is almost foolproof. Because stand development is using an incredibly diluted developer over a long time. So when you think about, I'm going to develop a film for six minutes in X-Tall, and the phone rings, and all at once you look, it's gone seven minutes. It's a lot of overdevelopment. Yeah. Okay, if you're going to dilute this one to 100, and it's a 60-minute, and it's gone over five minutes, who cares? What's five minutes in the scheme of an hour? You mm-hmm. go walk the dog. You can yeah. go walk the dog. And there's stand and semi-stand. Yep. Uh, I'm a kind of a semi-stand person. Uh, stand developing, like I said, is a long, diluted time and um, developer dilution. And uh, you agitate it at first and you leave it go. Right, okay. 60 minutes. Semi-stand, drop by it about a half an hour. <laughs> drop by. Hey, how's hey, it going? Yeah, how you doing in there? Give it just a little swirl or two and come back. Yeah. And if you have a roll of film that's old, you have a roll of odd film, give it some stand development and road and all, and it's about the best you can do. Is that right? It is. And I, I have fallen out of grace. I just didn't like, I loved Plus X. I didn't like T-Max 100. Uh, I've used my share. I've got my times down the whole bit, but I do like it in road and all stand development. A T-Max. Really, T-Max. Yeah, T-Max 100. Okay. Got, it's got some grain. Yeah. It does. What does? Rodinol. Oh. Yeah. So when 35 Miniature Films came into being, it kind of hit its downward 
slide at that point. Oh, it's so Every, old, the developer. The, oh, the yes. folks use it for large format. They Play, did. You know, they for, did. Yeah. And then you know, they started messing with the dilutions. They got a little more controlled. And now it's found its happy place among us, and, mm-hmm. and away we go. But And a lot of people use my... Oh, any questions about Rodinol, Mike? doesn't seem like something I'd be interested in. <laughs> No. What I, is I the could, what is the various like like one one to one one to a hundred one to ten one what to, one to a hundred is pretty common isn't it one to one hundred is pretty common some yeah. do one to two uh, there's also one to fifty that are a lot of people mm-hmm. are using one to fifty yeah those are a lot of times that you will find on massive development chart is this a photographer's formulary product where do you find it you no can, this is an currently an Agva product yep yeah. mm-hmm they're calling it R nine zero nine R nine yes. They don't call it Rodinol? No, because uh, the actual, actual, PD, actual right? Rodinol is gone. Yes. Yeah. This is a, supposedly the same. There's Rodinol. There's Adnol. And there's... Rodinol Special. Yep. Mm-hmm. Special. Special. Okay. Yeah. Which used to be Studenol, I think. Studenol. Like yeah, Strudelol. Strudelol. Okay, uh-huh. I have no questions yeah, because okay. I don't think I'm using it. I also have a bottle of HC110 on the shelf. Okay. Well, you know what? Back up know. real quick. Rodinol, you said if you get in a roll of uh, 1957 uh, exposed film, that's what you would use Rodinol that for? That or HC110. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. either one of those. Okay. Um, HC one ten. Actually, is... I I keep the road all around, and I will use it actually more for T Max one hundred if I shoot some. Okay, you just like the way it looks. Yes, much better than T Max in for me X tall. Okay. Um, Rodinol, yeah, that's primarily why it's okay. around. HC one ten. HC one ten. That reminds me of uh, school. It does. When you it, oh, did you use that up at Bill on the Hill when Bill I went to mm-hmm. to university with John? They had HC one ten is there? Huh, okay, that was pretty common. Yeah, it's a liquid as well. Yep, you can mix it up into a stock and then further dilute for working, or you can just draw off what you need and go right to your working. Yeah, a lot of people like that. A lot of, they have a little syringe on the syrup mm-hmm. and they just bring it out and do their. Dilution. I do that. Leave yep. the little the little uh, foil in the top and. Mm-hmm. Put the syringe through there. So when you say you're saying as a as a one shot, yes. Mm-hmm. So when you say the syringe, you're only using enough for your little tank. You're saying, mm-hmm. yeah. No so kidding. people mm-hmm. like use a syringe. They'll draw up a couple mils and they'll do their dilution. Like usually, that's the people that are doing the really high dilutions, dilution H kind of stuff. And they'll uh, yeah, they'll draw from the bottle. And the, the syrup bottle lasts a long time. What's the standard way of using it? There's like dilution five. B probably yeah. is probably the most most common. It does oxidate so a lot of people because now you cannot buy the small eight ounce bottle anymore oh, again with this i know buy the big stuff. this is a big 16 ounce uh they'll use a uh, amber glass bottle and they will simply divide this down into four small units fill those others right up to the top put it away should you do that that's a four to five year life shelf life Opening that up, breaking it down, filling them to the top. Okay, let's back up here. Is this called Solution B? This is just breaking down the syrup. That's the stock, yeah. Okay. So you got this bottle of syrup because of its consistency. You've got a 16-ounce bottle, so you're either going to have to put marbles in it or something. You don't want that air in there. Okay. Whereas a lot of people will simply get four or five smaller bottles, fill them up, tighten that lid down, and they don't go to them until they need them. And they'll... Still not diluted. Still not diluted. Still in syrup form. Okay. And you're saying put them in smaller bottles 
Mm-hmm. Why? Why would so you want? So they don't oxidize. So they don't oxidize. Because as you, will... you start using the solution, you have yeah. air. Yeah, you're letting yes. oxygen in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at that point, you're going to get four to five years storage out of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're opening the smaller units. And once you mix uh, a solution, working solution, with HC110, is it one shot? That's it. Working, yeah. yes. But there's, I find it confusing. There's two dilutions. Okay. You can mix a stock dilution. That's what I want to hear about. And then later on, you'll mix your working from it. Okay. Whereas a lot of people just prefer to go, today I'm going to be doing film. They pull out the amount for the working dilution. Mm-hmm. You get both of them. Got your water up to temp. That's such a small amount. You're ready to go. And then that truly is one sh- It's always one shot. You d- no one develops from stock, do they? They d- always dilute it further for working. Yeah, I don't know many folks that that create a work i think yeah. it's just for if you're doing a huge a i think huge so most everybody pulls what they need that, that instant day, yeah. and go with it d76 is the standard when kodak releases a developer they often compare it to their own mm-hmm. d76 so hc 110 dilution b they considered it slightly less shadow detail than d76 okay slightly finer grain though than d76 Yes. But it is um, one of those that's almost kind of hard to mess it up. I use this, especially now when we get this 1957 film, a lot of age fog to this. Yep. It's a low fog film. Keeps that fogging down. okay. So that's really where HC110 shines for me. You can also, because this is a low fog, Mm -hmm. if you want to mess with it and find your time, people do technical pan in this too. Because we know Technodol developer is no longer manufactured. But if you have some, it fogs so easy in other developers. But this will hold the fog down. Okay, hold down that fog. Hold down that fog. Okay, that's number three. That's number three. Here's the magic one. Okay, magic. Diafine. D-I-A. Fine. F-I-N-E. It is so fine, my diaphine. Is this a Kodak product? This is not. Okay. This is a, an independent. They make two. I'm only yours. Acufine, diaphine. Diaphine, incredibly simple to use. Uh, I'm takes, liking what I hear. Takes your film out to its maximum speed. Doesn't build the contrast up. So when I'm shooting 1600 with Tri-X, sweet. Got some Panatomic X around. Sweet. 160 speed, essentially. It comes in a box inside two metal cans. Metal cans. Isn't that they, what They look like little paint cans. They yeah, do. Yeah, sure, got sure. A big old A stamped on it and a big old B stamped on it. Okay. It's okay. Just mix it up. Pow- they're powder? Powder. A goes into A, B goes into B. If you ever get any of B from mixing or developing later on into, into A, a throw it away. F. F. Yes, it is contaminated. This is not a cheap developer. The retail is about $59 a gallon. Whoa. But you will mix it up, and you if you don't contaminate, you'll use it for a couple okay. years. The two paint cans that mm-hmm. you receive in the two box. Two little ones, yes. How many gallons do they make? They make a gallon of A and a gallon of B. That's all they make? That's all they make. Okay, I'm waiting to hear, like, what, do you do, what do you, happens with A and B? What happens with A and B? Once they're mixed with water. Here we go. They put them on the shelf, you're ready to go. Here is the order in which you process Load your film on the reel. Yes. No pre-wet. Ah. Oh. Essential. No pre-wet. There's also no 
temperature. Oh, it's 75. I have to do this. There's none of this. You pull it off the shelf, you use it. So there you are could, no published temperatures. No way. No, so this is a great field So you could do developer. it in the summer. You could be up yep. up in the Arctic by John Carpenter's The Thing, well, you, wherever you are. You can, but you you know, if you've got ice crystals in there, that might be a little <laughs> yeah, too cold. Yeah, you can't be too cold. I'm, yeah. Just average. If it's, average, if yeah. it's 50 degrees, if it's 70 50, degrees. Yeah, like 50 or higher. Yeah, you want to be oh, up. Yes. Yeah. So A, pour it in. Minimum of three minutes. I usually do four because I get interrupted. It's not a big deal. Okay. Minimum of three. It's kind of like self-terminating. Not really, but... Okay. The film can only absorb so much of A. And this is what it's doing. It's absorbing. So minimum of three, I usually do four. No rinsing. There's another no water step. B goes in. Well, let me ask Uh, a question. uh Uh-huh. What do you do with the A? Is it... A pours back. You reuse it. Now, what happens to all the dye from the film because you didn't pre-wash it? It'll it'll it get in there. It's fine. Yeah. Who cares? You know, it's just yeah. die. It's just okay. Die. Please yeah. doesn't affect anything else <laughs> okay. later on. So B goes in. Same amount of time. Four minutes. Okay. Now the secret to diafine. Yes. Is the agitation. <laughs> you do not. It's very gentle. I usually use a Patterson tank, which is inversion. Oh yes. I do not on this. I use the little rod. Swizzle yep. sticks. Yeah. Swizzle little stick. swizzle sticks. <laughs> And that agitation, even though they recommend five seconds of every thirty, I may only give it two spins. You two don't give it a you don't give spins. it a tumble like I do. Uh, no, 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 because you don't want to. think I was making cream. Do, yeah. yeah, you don't want to <laughs> rinse A off. B's activating with it. And if you get too aggressive with B, you don't get your full development. Okay. So that's the secret to it: is watch the agitation. Gentle. But gentle. So B's done. Pour B back. Thirty second rinse in water. And then you fix and wash as you normally do. So three minutes A, three minutes B, you get done. And you can reuse it. Absolutely. Does it die a, 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 an instant death? When no, it's so- no, no, no. Thinking, oh, How long will this last? At least a year. At least a year. But we're probably really talking two years. Wow. wow. This, is, this is an older developer. Is there a roll count or does it just last no, two years? No, it doesn't exhaust with use. This um, so it's worth that fifty dollars. I think so. Yes, for me, it's the it's the wow. nicest pushing developer I have. Like I said, the highlights don't block up. The grain is really unusually fine, considering we've now manhandled this film to sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Wow! And if you have, you know, you're out shooting and day's going good, and then all at once the light gets dim, shoot anyway and just soup the whole thing. Well, let me ask you a quick question about diafine. That's yes. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. When you shot your 400 ISO film at 1600, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you alter the, the developing time? Did you push or, pu- push or pull? This is called pushing film, yes. So Alter my developing time? Yes. No, because that's what this developer is made for, is pushing film, odd exposures, wonky exposures. It gets the most out of a film that's possible. No way. I wouldn't necessarily probably shoot Tri-X at 200 and put it in here. That's not what this developer's for. If you shoot it at box speed, you shoot 400 at 400, mm-hmm. it's fine. Great. It's okay. Use a regular developer. But if, oh. if you're not sure, I had a friend that was testing out a camera. No, I guess. And she, you know, I, the, this, this camera didn't meet her the same as that camera. Here's my nags. I said, ooh. She goes, can you take the rest of the film? It was four stops underexposed. I just put it in diafine. Underexposed or overexposed? Underexposed. It was not giving her enough exposure. So I put it in diafine to gain that back through a chemical process, and she had printable negs. 
fascinating. It, it's under or over. Under. Preferably under. under. Preferably under. under. And right now, one of the films that you sent me to use was the Shvima Blue. Yes. The Blue Sensitive. It's uh, about a 1.5 ISO. Yep. And I have it to six. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> ISO six. But I'm thinking after I saw the next, I can probably go to eight or ten okay. with this. And Which I for some love people the might really work. For example, if you're shooting a Shimina Blue, which is an ISO one, whatever, what is it? One five. 1.5. To shoot something ISO 12 is so much easier because you could set your meter to 25 yes. and all you have to do is compensate one and, and, stop. And some meters go to 12. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These guys to 11. It's just so easy to use. And let's face it, Kodachrome started off as 10. It was good enough Ooh. for us then. <laughs> but, wow. Yeah. So a di- diaphragm is, is a specialty. It is. I did not see. I did not know that, Matt. Mm-hmm. I would you know. consider it, yes a specialty. What other uh, notes do you have about diaphine? That's it. That's I mean, it. It's, you, the instructions are printed on the outside of the box. You think is that all there is to it? That's all there is to it. There's no temperature taking. Three minutes, three minutes, or four minutes and four minutes. The secret is the gentle agitation. Right, and of course That's you're doing it. one or two rolls at a time, and mm-hmm. it's a gallon jug. But you know what else is nice? No, what? Think about this. Got to roll a plus X. Got to roll a tri X. Got to roll a Ilford something. Throw it all in. Can all go in. It's always the same time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Pretty cool. And so you would pick, yeah. you would choose Diaphine as a developer mm-hmm. only for rolls of film that you're, you're pushing. Uh, is it called push or is it called? This is called pushing when you. When you rate underexpose, it mm-hmm. you rate it higher. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, if you were to. Here's the quiz, the quiz questions for Leslie. <laughs> if you're just shooting a film at box speed, you would grab which developer? Xtal. Xtal. I'm guessing the rod, the Rodinol, you're not using that often. No, I'm not. What What would you use the HC110 for? Wait. Old. I was going to say it. Got old <laughs> film. Yeah, fogging. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm really, I'm really psyched. It sounds to me like the di- diaphine is fine because... You don't have to sweat it because you could just keep it on the shelf for years. There you go. And what type of death will it die? A slow death. Yes, yes. very slow. Agonizingly slow. Agonizingly. You, you, you know, you'll just, get just so tired of seeing that same bottle on your shelf that you'll just mix up a new batch. I do, because do, a, I'm a do a mercy do mix. Because you're like, oh, this oh is God. two years old. It's I'm just gonna, or, they, or they don't even remember the last time I did. They're just like, yeah. all right, let's mix it I've up. I've worn the A and the B off the caps, and I don't remember which it is. And but, you don't worry but, about the color or the, no. the schmutz that gets in no, the bottles or the stuff floating in there oh you can filter if you want yeah coffee filter it yeah it says if it does get a precipitant just filter it out okay have back at it if you were to i don't know why folks do this but uh, i see it so often uh on threads that uh people who shoot like portrait 400 and they decide to process it as black and white Mm-hmm. What developer would you use to process color as black and white? I'd use something a little more aggressive. Oh, you would? Like uh, like your D76 stock or something. Just Probably, because it's be or very maybe flat. Uh, one of the HC1 yeah. dilutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's going to be very flat when it comes. It I've done this accidentally or a couple times. Or the X-Tall and just agitate the yeah. life out of it type Portrait of thing. Portrait 400 is really the best black and white film, but it's, you're paying a lot to waste yeah, yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and is there directions on di- Diaphine to tell you, like, don't pre-wet? Like, yes, yes. There are. they go right mm-hmm. through it. No pre-wet. No rinse. A 
be. Yeah, it's right on the can. Right on the can. I was going to say, and there's one more developer I use occasionally. Yes. And it's also one that you use, and this is a photographer's formulary developer, because Kodak no longer offers Technodol. Yes. And I do have some tech pan around, but this is also excellent for these microfilms, micro-type films. Yes. Uh, or a high-contrast film. Mm-hmm. It's a low-contrast developer. It's pretty darn economical. You don't, you know, you TD3. 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 Technodol 3. And I really carry that or use that now because of some of these weird... Like Eastman 5363 high-contrast. Yes, exactly. Have you shot that yet? I have. Okay. And it keeps just keeps that contrast down. Do you have TD3 in-house? Only f- yes, for my own use. For your own yes. use, yes. And do you um, can you go step through that really quickly? Like the general, the, like generally speaking, how do you mix it? Is it a stock solution? It is. It, it is a, they supply it in two containers. Okay. And it is liquid, and then you mix right before use. Yes. And it is considered one shot. Like the Technigal developer was, too. You could use it once or maybe, maybe twice, twice with extended time. I don't have the paper in front of me. I don't use it often, but um, instructions are very easy. And that's it. It, it. You just soup it like a normal developer once you mix it according to directions. And this is a <laughs> product of some place called the Photographer's Formulary. Mm-hmm. They're a mm-hmm. website. Great resource for premixed chemistry and certain raw chemistry mm-hmm. for a lot of black and white photographers, uh, alternative process, that sort of stuff. Leslie, so, you actually have notes on this, so I can, I can repost this as a as a blog, as a sure. as a standalone. Absolutely, that would be beautiful. In fact, there's I have done an extensive one on Xtal, which kind of because people, you know, I could get this in a liter before. Why can't I? It's a little more history on it that way and right. explains it. But but then that's what I have on my shelf, and I know. Matt used to use Matt. What's your uh, obsidian I, aqua? Do I, you still? Nope. I'm uh, I'm back to it's all pyro. All the stuff I use. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went back to Pyrocat HD. It's uh it's a great developer. I am very uh, no frills. One developer. What is it called? Pyrocat HD. Pyrocat HD. HD. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a formulation of a pyro based developer or a catacol based developer uh, made by or. Formulated by a gentleman named Sandy King. Okay. Uh, down, I think, Charleston, South Carolina. Um, he came up with it. It's a very, very nice compensating developer. So what a compensating developer does is uh, it's crazy. You can uh, you can blow out highlights for days. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you can overexpose for days, and you actually won't blow the highlights. Okay. Uh, Pyro will... The, the classic example of it in Ansel Adams' The Negative... Yes. ...is a picture of a light bulb... And then it's developed in D76, and then it's developed in Pyro. And in the D76, it's, you know, like shooting any light bulb, everything's blown. Like, it's just a white yes, white ball. Uh, when In the Pyro image, you can actually see the detail in the filament in the bulb. Okay. So uh, it retains insane amounts of highlight detail. But it is, um, your, your negatives will look very, very flat when you scan them or print them outright. Uh, so you will have to... Uh, do some contrast boosting in it, but I like it because it gives me all that information to work with. Is it, I, is it what for? Is it powder or liquid? It normally ships liquid. If you buy it from Formulary, it's two liquid bottles. It's an, it's an AB developer. Okay. 
Same thing as, as Leslie had talked about with Diaphine. You keep it separate. I like it because there's two ways to mix it. You can mix it in water, and it will last. Uh, it's one liter of each, and that one liter will last a year. Or you can mix it in iced coffee. I, close. <laughs> uh, the other, I was talking earlier, you know, the vitamin C stuff. You, uh, you can put the, uh, mix the developer in what's called propylene glycol. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's used in sweeteners. Nice. It's used in creamers. Yep. It's also the, the main thing that carries vape. Like the the, oh, okay. the the stuff they put in vaporizers, that's propylene glycol. So it's completely safe. It actually tastes sweet to humans. Uh, I wouldn't drink pyro, though. That's awful. But it will hold. I, I mix it in propylene glycol, and it will last for three years. And in that three years, I can uh, I can do almost a thousand sheets of film or a thousand rolls of film. Sheets. So it's a one shot developer. So a very small amount, like one to one hundred. Right. And this is your go to. It's what I use all the time. Yes, Leslie. Well, I always thought of uh, pyro developers as really being a large format type of developer, and I never considered it for 35. Do I have the wrong mindset on this? You, I use it for everything. You do? I, I agree that it's more of a large format kind of a developer. I like my medium format negatives in pyro. Mm-hmm. I don't like my 35 negs. Uh, out of pyro, and I, I don't know if it's just because you've got you've got less information to work with on the negative. Maybe that's why, or it's just it's too flat on mm-hmm. on the smaller. I, I don't know what it is, but um, I really like it on the large format negatives for sure. So, and uh, it's great for my developing regimen, which is you know a bunch of sh- uh, about two liters of developer of working solution developer in a tray. And I'm just souping it along, but you can use it for pyro is a little bit weird. You can't do full stand development with it. You can do semi stand. But full stand, sometimes you can get a little bit of that, uh, what's called bromide drag. Bromide drag, yeah. Um, it will kind of bleed out in like areas of high contrast, you know, bright highlights. So think of like the highlight of a, a like the silver lining around a cloud mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. bleed out in an image. So you have to be very wary of that. Uh, it's also not the friendliest uh, developer for people. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have pets or kids, I never recommend it. Okay. Um, it's nasty. It's very nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mix it myself. Do you wear uh, gloves? Absolutely. Gloves and a ventilator. Oh, and oh. a ventilator. Yes. It's very... Um, okay, so this is advanced. Yeah. It's advanced, um, and it's one of the oldest developers. It was actually like one of the fir- it was like the first or second developer ever. They used it back in the wet plate days. Okay. I like it because it lasts me three years. It's no frills. I have all the information I could ever work with as so long as I expose it properly. What would, What is your go-to for 35 millimeter? There's a, there's a local gentleman um, in... In Columbus, Ohio, his name's Mark Full. He's a great guy. He's a Rodinal guy, but when he does his, his, he does all the black and white in town for everybody else. Um, he just uses D seventy six, and I'm like, great. So you'll just use a D seventy six for your black I'll and use white. Use his service, and he'll do D seventy six for okay. it. So and it looks looks like I remember it. So absolutely, we didn't mention D seventy six. I mean, Leslie, is that something that you would? I mean, you don't normally use it. I don't normally use it. But the you're only not reason I make... ever used it. Yes. Is because it was the only times I had for Kodak Infrared. This is back oh. before Google days. Okay. And these things weren't highly published. I mean, and the only time that Kodak Infrared gave on their package was D76. No kidding. So that's the why I used mm-hmm. it. But I, in lab for other, because I've always processed my own and for other people. Mm-hmm. I just simply used, I used Microdoll at that time. As my go-to, it's a finer grain than D76. Right. Do you have D- any information? D- my go-to is D76. Mm-hmm. The developer I sell the most in the shop, D76, hands down. Why is that? Why, what is the pluses it's of D76? It's a good general 
purpose yeah. developer. There's just so many people that have used it over the years. Like uh, Leslie was talking about mass, massive dev chart. Mm-hmm. There's probably more times and combinations for D76 than everything else combined. So like it's, you can always yeah. find the D76. Ilford Films will give you a D76 processing right. time. You know, like we have uh, two new universities and a high school that do black and white programs. D76. Yeah. It's just Flat classic. out is what they use. It's the one I recommend for a lot of first-time black mm-hmm. and white films. Just, hey, D76. Yeah, yes. here it is. We always Kids have it in stock at Midwest. Slop it up a little bit. It still performs. Yeah. It's a little old and they haven't done the count. Mm-hmm. still performs. Yeah, the only tip is, you know, mm-hmm. mix it up, give it 24 hours, and you're good to go. Oh, and it has to mix hot, hours. though, doesn't it? Like 125 to yeah. get everything dissolved. Mix it, mix it warm. Uh, yeah, just let it sit let 24. Let thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so, another. You know what's an ideal developer to learn with? Yeah. A fun but, thing, just chemistry fun thing. Chemistry fun. With, uh, uh, with the Pyrocat, one thing that's really cool about mixing your own, it's um, normally when you're mixing chemistry, sometimes like the only cool thing is like a color change or whatever, but sometimes <laughs> you get a really, really awesome reaction. Uh, when I when you mix up Pyrocat, the part A, part B, part B is the reducer, and the reducer in this very alkaline developer is potassium carbonate or potash or washing soda. It's a hypersaturated, which means it's at its satur- it's as much as the water can take mm-hmm. of that. When you throw in a ton of potassium carbonate into water, it's a violently exothermic reaction, which means it goes. You can mix it cold at room temperature, and then it gets hot. If you, no mi- if you mix it in like a plastic container, it can almost start to melt the container. It's really cool. It's, it's almost boiling. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. It's, it seems so scary. Oh no! It's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I use my go-to is D seventy six. Right. The FPP store stocks D seventy six. It's a solid one. Now yes. in a convenient one liter packet. Ooh. Yes. Because one liter or one, one quart. Liter. We have a gallon, one gallon packet, uh-huh. and a one liter packet. You make a one liter packet. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just mm-hmm. found it. I use one liter because I develop two rolls at a time. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My D76, I mixed it April of 2014. One gallon. Oh, no. I, now, granted, you know I, I, I didn't put a lot of rolls through it. I. It is so funny because way back in walking workshop when Keith Swan oh, was with us. The faces you, that he oh, the faces. Oh, my gosh. And I'm looking at Keith, and Keith and I are just cringing. Oh, <laughs> so, but, so, yeah. so D76, yeah. generally speaking, even though I'm the guy that used it, I should have the facts. I don't. Stock solution a year? Is that is that okay? Mm, I don't know. I, I would consider D76 by roll count, not by – definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's and a gallon, I think, and I'm not, I think they say what is it, sixteen to twenty rolls mm-hmm. per gallon. Yeah. A roll of thirty-six is equate a roll of one twenty or maybe, a sheet of eight by ten. Maybe that's why it's still good because uh, I'm only doing two rolls at a time, and when I'm pouring it back, a replenish is going on mm-hmm. since it's a gallon. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that that jug, that one gallon plastic jug that's been sitting on the FPP darkroom floor for over a year is just. Still, still going. You start to start to question your exposures, or that numbers on the edges aren't looking good. You'll know it's time. Oh, okay. How many rolls, generally speaking, D seventy six? Sixteen to twenty. Sixteen to twenty. Yeah. Uh, according to package. Oh, okay. And then mm-hmm. you know, uh, Leslie had mentioned earlier the false economy. When in doubt, throw, throw it, it out. out. Oh, here yep. he goes. So. Ooh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> 
Just opened a can of Diafine. Brown Town. <laughs> Brown Town. I'm the Yeezys. Yes. Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. After the Cafes. Matt's doing the. Uh... Ooh, macadamia nut. Yeah. They all taste the same. <laughs> <laughs> they all taste the same. That's interesting. So this is uh, any any other uh, any other tidbits about black and white developer basics before we when in doubt throw it out. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's. Yeah. I'm sure if I'm sure someone out there has a question, and if you do have a question, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. dot com. It comes into our general mailbox. It will get passed along to myself, Leslie, or Matt regarding the topic. I highly recommend you you know just have a go at it processing your own black and white. You don't have to have an actual quote-unquote dark room. You really just need one little room in your house that is completely black just to get the film out of the cartridge into the tank. Well, that's the tank that you develop your film in. Once it's sealed in the tank, then you do everything in light, which mm-hmm. is great. So you really need just a small uh, small space. And if you have pets or children in the house, then you really just need a cabinet where when you're mm-hmm. done, you just put everything in the cabinet, yep. put a little padlock on it. Mm-hmm. Properly mark those bottles. Yes. Once mixed. Yep. I know a lot of folks that are listening to this show, they have started their own home processing. What show? And I don't think there's one person that's, that does it that has not been satisfied. I see it on Instagram. The satisfaction of when you're done of holding up that neg. Yes. It's like you have your negative and now you're ready to scan. It's yours. It's, yes, it's yours and it's somewhat instant photography. You go out mm-hmm. and you shoot, you mm-hmm. come back, you process it lickety split. At night you scan it and then you have your beautiful images. So thank you, Leslie. At the time of this recording... D96, FPP D96 was not yet on the market. But here in 2021, we've added D96 as a staple developer. And just a few weeks ago, we got Matt Mirage on the horn to talk about D96 and why it could be your go-to developer. It's new. It's not a new developer. It's new to the FPP. We sell a powder that mixes one gallon. According to Leslie, you could shoot, you could like develop like 50 rolls from that gallon. Yikes. You get a lot of mileage out of it. We're going to be doing a few different segments on D96 this year. One Leslie is going to head up. But Matt, what is your, I want to get your take on it. What is your take on D96? Yeah. Great. It's just a, another good option that's out there for folks that's, uh, you know, it's a bit of a, a softer developer. So I feel like with these lower speed films that FPP offers, the double X, the FPP X-ray film, that's what I've been using it mostly with. Anything that builds up contrast really, really quickly, this stuff just softens it right out. It's great. So, uh, and you can use it as stock. You can kind of treat it like, um, like you would D76, so you can dilute it um, as a one-shot, like one-to-one if you want. I haven't tried it one-to-three. I'm sure there's some formulas out there for that, but... Um, I use the massive dev chart as like a good reference. It's it's solid stuff. I've um, I don't think I've, I'm even through my first gallon yet. So I think I've right. thrown a, a whole box of 25 sheets of X-ray at it, and a few rolls of I did some T Max in it, and I did what else did I do in it? I think I did some Pan F. So the uh, the Ilford 50 speed that turned out really smooth too. Do you see D96 as being like a go-to now for some for certain films that you're developing? Um, I've you know. I haven't changed a lot of my stuff in uh, once I kind of fell into my my thing with doing the pyro developers and such. I still use that as my primary, but if I'm just 
like in a hurry. I want to do like one roll of film and I don't want to like get the whole setup going. The, the D96 is, uh, is great to use. I actually did a video for, uh, for Midwest because I was testing out the lab box. I was showing people how to use it. And I just used D96 because it's what I had on hand and it was great. I did, uh, what, what film was that? Oh, it was, uh, it was FPP double X. Oh, nice. so I had a, a roll double X. I souped it through there. I used it as a, use it as stock and it was super fast. And like the, the contrast was really nice. And it looked like a normal, you know, panchromatic film, even though it's typically kind of punchy if I use like a standard developer or an HC 110. So it was awesome. What is your, your, I mean, for what you're doing on a daily basis, what are your, I don't know, top three go-to developers these days? Um, the Pyro, so the PyroCAD HD that I mix up myself, um, I, I do that. And then I'll have D76, or no, HC110 and then D76. I think D96 um, is probably going to take over that spot that D76 had before because I feel like sometimes D76 can be like too punchy because I'm used right. to like overexposing my film from using the, um, the pyro so much. So I think D96 could easily take that spot. Uh, just be a little bit more versatile for people trying out funky films. Well, good. Uh, so thanks. We're going to be hearing more about D96. If anyone has any questions about anything we're discussing here, you could uh, email us, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up this show. I hope you found all the information helpful, and we'll see you next show. What show? <laughs>